Welcome into the Tighten Up Podcast on the A2Z Sports Podcast Network. You can follow us. I am at Jack A. Gentry on Twitter. Austin is at Austin Huff on Twitter. You always need to follow A to Z Sports on both Twitter and Instagram. Follow the Tighten Up Pod as well. At Tighten Up Pod on Twitter. At Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. In fact, we're not even going to continue the podcast until you go and follow all of those accounts that we just told you to follow. So go do it. Okay, did you do it? All right, good. Because we have got a really fun sode for you today. You guys aren't going to believe this, but I'm just going to say it. Clowny Watch 2020 continues. And we've got an update for you. And man, is it a good one. Also, our guy, Luke Worsham, makes his Tighten Up Pod debut. Luke Worsham, you're, you're probably like, wait a minute, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, it's because he covers the Titans for A to Z Sports, a little company that you may or may not have heard of. Um, he joins us. We're going to talk a lot about just covering the Titans. Uh, we're going to ask him some specific questions, his thoughts on Clowny Watch, his thoughts on uh, Derrick Henry, Corey Davis, just a ton of different things we're getting into with him. He's a lot of fun. You're going to really enjoy that conversation. And I'm not going to say, Jack, I'm just going to say it. It was one of our my favorite conversations that we've had with a guest on this podcast so far. It so. was a blast. He, he, I think he had a lot of fun. He brought some good stuff, really, really good information as well. You guys are going to, yeah. you guys are going to love it, I think. Yeah, he's great. So, um, and we also got some emails. I remember the Titan. And uh, you know what? Before we get to Tuppen, though. Let me talk to you first about TennesseeTickets.com, the only place to trust with your money on the secondary ticket market. You know, here's a fun tidbit about TennesseeTickets.com. 100% guaranteed money back if games get canceled. Now, I know that's everyone's worry right now. Are games even going to get played right now? Does it matter? Just go buy your tickets with TennesseeTickets.com right now, and if the games aren't played, they're going to give you all your money back. Other websites, <clears throat> StubHub, cough, oh, man, sorry, I got this bad, I got this bad congestion. Uh, StubHub will not do that. Other ticket sites will not give, they'll give you like a, like a gift card or something. TennesseeTickets.com is like, no, look, if, if the games don't get played, we'll give you your money back. They've got great prices. They have free tailgates with food and bar for all Titans home games. They've got incredible customer service. Oh, and you're supporting local business. Support local people, especially in this time of uh, uh, quarantine, at least for the next few days until Tennessee opens back up. Code TITANS20 for $20 off your Titans tickets. That's code TITANS20, and you get $20 off. But you know what? With all of that said, oh, it make sure you tell them A to Z Sports sent you. But now with all of that said, let's talk Titans. I hear the train a coming. It's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. What is up, Flameheads? Welcome into the Tighten Up Podcast. Today is May 20th, 2020. That's kind of cool. 5-20-2020. Uh, and let me, let me, before we go ahead and get started, before we get to our guy Luke Worsham with A to Z Sports, who covers the Titans, let me first send it over to my colleague, Jack Gentry, for a very very important update on Clowny Watch 2020. Jack, what do you got for us? Yeah, so Austin, uh, just came across my desk. Clowny Watch 2020 continues. Oh, this is big. 
That's this big. is big. Oh, you know what? I can't even digest this right now. Let's just go ahead and get to Luke Worsham of A to Z Sports. Play no games. We about to like this thing here up. Tennessee Titans. All right. He's coming to us by way of a little place called A to Z Sports. He is Luke Worsham. He covers the Titans for A to Z Sports, which if you haven't heard of A to Z Sports, now's as good a time as ever to tell you you should visit A to Z Sports Nashville.com. But he covers the Titans for him. He is Luke Worsham. Hit him up on Twitter at Luke underscore Worsham. Luke, dude, how are you, man? Thanks so much for joining us. Doing well, doing well. It has, uh, you know, ever since the draft, it's been a little bit slow. I'm sure as you guys know, in terms of, you know, content and what there is to cover, but I, I'm kind of enjoying the slow pace and, and maybe exploring some other things in that because, I mean, you know, the draft is 100 miles an hour for really over a week. And then, so it's been nice to wind down since then, but thank you guys for having me on. And I, I look forward to having fun because I know that sort of the brand of this podcast is fun. So well, I, I was going to ask you, like you said, uh, you're being sarcastic when you said things slow down because obviously Clowny Watch has been the talk of everything. <laughs> like there, like I feel like we, you know, it's been it's been just a news bit after news bit, like a, a mile a minute uh, with all of the updates we've had on Clowny Watch. You know, I, yeah, I, I don't want to sound offensive, but I kind of told myself before I came on here because that's what you guys are is that I was going to be no filter. And so here's me being no filter. The clowny watch at this point is just delusional Titans fans who have nothing else to <laughs> I do hate. at this time. Luke, I take on, offense man. to that. <laughs> well, delusional in the sense that, look, this isn't going to happen anytime soon. Like, sure, maybe maybe they sign Clowney. It makes sense, right? They the the Vrabel connection, and they keep talking about him. But like, Clowney has zero incentive to sign anywhere until like July thirtieth. Yeah, and so sitting, checking the phone every day to see if Clowney has been signed is a, a waste of time at this point, I think. Well, you can tell Titans Facebook that because I don't think a lot of those guys really get that, get that premise. Yeah. But before you know, we get... Titans Facebook is one of those places I, I share what I have produced and then I quickly leave and get out. Yeah, yeah it's scary. that's the best it, way to handle it, it. You could get stuck in there. I have a friend who's been stuck in there for the last three weeks. He hasn't been able to get out. It's That's how... <laughs> That's how dangerous it is. The place of no return. Yeah. But hey, Luke, before we get into any more Titan stuff, can you kind of tell us uh, a little background about yourself, how you got to where you are, and just kind of let Titans Nation know really who Luke Worsham is? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's funny because I grew up a Titans fan and, you know, rooting for the team. Uh, I was a bit of a late bloomer. I really didn't catch on to sports until like the fifth grade. We weren't really a big sports household. Um, but I was, you know, very instantly hooked. And then in high school, I started writing about the Titans for like various blogs. There was this one, it was called uh, Top Sports Report. And I, I just got on there and wrote about the Titans. And then eventually I got to where I was working for Fansided, which I'm sure you two are probably familiar with. Yeah. And some of our listeners will be their Titans page, which is called Titan Sized. And I wrote for them from, gosh, I want to say it was 2015 to 2017, 2018. And, um, and, and I did a podcast for them too. And then, uh, two years ago, so I guess it would have been February of 2018. Uh, that's when Austin and Zach, uh, Austin Stanley and Zach Bingham 
reached out and, and our company was expanding at that point and they were looking to sort of get into written content more than they had been. And they sort of asked me if I had any interest. And I said, I, I did, because like I said, I, I grew up a Titans fan and, and the fan sided network is like a fan blog, but I was getting to where like my interest in sports was no longer like running around chasing people for autographs, wanting to scream and cheer and, and you know, drink a beer during the game. I, you know, for me, football is the same as like a theater experience, like going to a movie. You go, you watch it, you enjoy it, and then you leave. And, and, and you know, when you go see a root movie, if your favorite character does something good, you'll cheer. Like, and so that's kind of, for me, how I see sports. And so that's why I wanted to make the transition into, and I was kind of losing interest in, in all of that aspect of it. And so it really worked out perfectly. And so I joined A to Z Sports in February 2018. So it's been about two years or in two or three months, and it has been a blast ever since then. Luke, I'm going to say this up front. I'm so glad you don't cheer in movies because I saw, if you saw Avengers Endgame with me, uh, you would have, like, I, I, I hate people that clap in movies. Like, I hate him. I, it's my least favorite. It's one of my biggest pet peeves on planet Earth. So to know that you, you view sports the way you view movies, which is not cheering, I love that about you already. Well, and, you know, and I think on that, because every now and then a friend will ask me, you know, like, oh, so you're not a fan, you're a reporter. And I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> and it that, wasn't. That sounded like it, a George Plaster voice. That, that, <laughs> is it George that asked you that? <laughs> no, it wasn't George Plaster that okay. asked me that. All right. <laughs> we'll have to do my George Plaster impression in the yeah. after show. Um, <laughs> oh, but, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> you know, it, it, it wasn't hard. It wasn't like a hard transition of like, you know, I don't know. Mariota makes a big play and I'm like oh you know try not to cheer like it was just like because that's what I had always wanted to do and like you know I went to the Predators opening game you know quote unquote as a fan and I'm not a huge Predators fan but I, I sat in the stands it was the first sporting event I had been to you know not credentialed in a while and even then like I'm not really all that tempted to stand up and cheer because like I said it's just like a movie it was like wow that was awesome it happened, you know? And so, you know, like if you go see like a theater show, maybe you clap after a really good song or something like that, but there's no point where you're, I don't know. And I understand that for other people, that's what it is. And I get that and it makes sense. It's just for me and my personality, it was getting to where that wasn't what I was looking for in the experience. Interesting. So you're also one of the younger Titans media members, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably. Well, I, I was going to say the youngest, um, Probably the youngest. What? Uh, what? How? How young? How young were you talking here? Twenty. Wait. wait tw okay, uh, that's perfect. Luke, I have a pro. Luke, oh. t tell me this. Tell me this. Are, who's older, you or the Titans? <laughs> um, um, I am older than the Tennessee Titans. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I got confused with Oilers. Yeah, I'm older than the Titans. I'm older uh, than the Titans. Okay. okay. All right. That that's fair. That that so counts. My question is, which media member? would you most want to have a beer with? And Ooh, also, which media member would you least want to have a beer with? <laughs> really put him on the spot. <laughs> okay, um, man, which media member would I most want to have a beer with? I mean, that, that one's probably a tie between Buck and Teresa Walker. Buck Rising of okay. us, of A to Z Sports. I like that. And Teresa Walker of the Associated Press because she is 
she's kind of like me. She's a, she likes to talk a lot. She doesn't just kind of sit in there quietly. And uh, she's always really fun to have sports discussions with. She's one of our favorite guests on, on the No Nonsense podcast that, that me and some of my, some of my buddies host. And uh, so it would probably be a tie between those two. Now, for the least likely, I mean, it would probably have to be someone that I don't know very well. Um, I mean, okay, so I haven't, I don't know that this person is really media. I'm not going to say that because y'all, no one knows who that is. You can you know, say, you can that, say, you can say Jonathan Hutton. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> well, and you know, Jonathan Hutton, by the way, the loudest individual on a microphone I have ever seen. In my uh, life. He's just the worst. He's I the mean, worst. You're, you're standing on a, you're standing on a sideline at Titans training camp or practice and you're trying to watch Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill do something. And then a hundred yards away, you can hear oh. midday 180 served up by Wendy. Like, it's yeah, like, it's like, dude, <laughs> Hey bro. Like, you know, the microphones do the work for you. Like you yeah. don't have to be that loud. Um, but least likely to get a beer with, I don't know. I will say this, they're, like every Titans game, like you walk around the press box and I see people I know, you know, John Glennon, Terry McCormick, Jim Wyatt, guys like that. And then you like run into these people and you see them there every time, but you're like, who are these people? Like, and they come from like Pulaski and like <laughs> weird places in Kentucky that no one has ever heard of. And so maybe one of them would be the one I'd be least likely to share a beer with. Because oh, that's kind of an easy cop out though. It was, I get, I get along Wait, with everybody. Hang like on, hang on, hang on one second. Why are we asking him who he would have a beer with when he's only 20? Jack, are you some well, sort of narc? Well, for when he turns 21, of course. Yeah, right, dude. You're like, here you are trying to oust the dude. You're like, <laughs> I bet you got the, the cops in like uh, on another Zoom call that you're going to get get ready to bring Yeah, this in. is a setup. That's like the that, guy. That's like the guy the, right there. It's like the trend from like 2012 where these <laughs> video game nerds would get on Twitch and, and quote unquote SWAT people by like oh, yeah. telling yeah. them they were harboring a fugitive and sending the SWAT team to their house. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, can I ask you this? Have yeah. you, uh, like, just being on the sidelines and uh, on game day around, you know, around uh, Nissan Coliseum, what's up? Uh, Luke, have you ever seen T Rack with his head off? No, I have not. Ooh, okay. Mm. All right. Just keep your eyes peeled for that, though, because I think he sometimes does that. He, he goes through a lot of costume changes, so I imagine he has to uh, was, take the like, head off occasionally. I love the I love the one. I think it was like 2008, where like he ate a cheerleader. Like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that. that the inflatable T Rex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that thing went viral. That was like one of the few viral moments the Titans had of that decade. <laughs> it was just very bizarre. Yeah. T Rex been a part of a few of them after he, the the incident in the preseason when he was driving the cart around and took out a Saints player's ACL, I believe. Oh, that's you know, right. I heard a rumor yeah. from an undisclosed source one time that, um, and I have no way of verifying that this is true, so take it for what you will. But he was like, "Yeah, I know a cheerleader," and and she was telling me that before every game, T Rex just gets hammered, and that's why he's so crazy. <laughs> I want to believe that. That's, that's classic T Rex. You know, that's that. If you watch him on the sidelines, you you got to think like, okay, he's he's sipping, he's, he's at least sipping a flask or something. He's it's, better than it's, that it's, Colts mascot. The Colts mascot is like legitimately yeah. creepy. Yeah. T flask is what they call him, I think, on the sidelines. T flask. I like that. <laughs> Luke, um, I guess, I, I mean, 
since you do cover the Titans, I guess I will ask you a Titans question. Um, do you think – now, I've seen some things for this upcoming season. Um, the That Derrick Henry uh, – I think it was Pro Football Focus or someone put it out that – My favorite. The, 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 the Derrick Henry has the easiest defensive – like uh, the de- – the easiest schedule ahead of them in terms of worst rush defenses coming up. So my, I guess with that, my question is, do you see Derrick Henry somehow eclipsing 2000 yards this year? Derrick 2k, if you will. Uh, no, because I think, uh, I think they need to throw the ball more this year. I think they were probably too reliant on Henry last year. And I mean, why wouldn't you have been? He was so good and he carried them in a lot of games, but you know, you're paying a quarterback, what, $28, $29 million in, in Ryan Tannehill. You've got A.J. Brown, who's who, who we know is really good. And it's like – and it, I don't think it's an issue of, oh, you have these pieces, why don't you use them? It's more along the lines of, like, if all you do is run the ball, like we saw that – like, for example, like that Houston Texans game at the end where Houston was playing all their backups – that's not the model for the Titans. I mean, and a lot of the games where Henry had like the really big rushing yardage totals were games kind of like that, where the pace of the game dictated it. I, I think if the Titans want to take the next step in, in the 2020 season, uh, they need to keep doing what they're doing in terms of letting the run sort of dictate their offense but they need to do more of playing off of that and not simply letting that being all there is. And and I think they did a lot of that in 2019, but I think they need to do more of it this season. Luke, are you, are you calling Derrick Henry a fraud? Oh, no. no. All right. <laughs> Be honest. We aren't either. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think Derrick Henry's exceptional and I used to not like people forget this. this you're, dude saying, was... you're saying he gets garbage time rushing yards. Is that what you, is that oh. what I'm picking up? He does. He he and Blake Bortles share a uh, yeah a trade in that. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry was a guy who in 2018 was literally benched for David Fluellen, who like pulled a hamstring, and then Henry goes in, and since then has been, you know, maybe Christian McCaffrey, but other than him, the most productive running back in the NFL. Yeah, you mentioned that the Titans need to throw the ball more this year, and I th- I think that most Titans fans would agree with you on that sentiment, and. Corey Davis has been a, a talking point this offseason, mainly just because the Titans declined his fifth-year option. There were reports that he played much of last season with a turf toe injury. What all do we need to see from Corey Davis to well, where John Robinson will be comfortable bringing him back? I mean, like an 1,800-yard season with 100 catches. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – Hey, this guy's oh, good. Be ex- so, so it's so nothing the Titans have ever seen before, ever. I mean, look, Sammy Watkins stinks, and he's making like fifteen million dollars a year from the Chiefs. That's just what the receiver market is when when you have a name like I think Corey Davis has by virtue of the fact that he was a top five pick in the draft. Yeah, but Sam, Sammy Watkins can see his soul outside of his body or whatever. I don't know if you yeah, I don't know if you read that Bleacher what? Report article. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he's got some pretty weird things going on upstairs. But anyway. I'll have to look at that. I don't yeah. really 
I don't really read Bleacher Report much because they typically don't really know what they're talking about. Well, it's me. Once you get past the slideshows, the, sometimes they have some articles. <laughs> yeah, the slideshows, <laughs> the slideshows, which are literally just like devices to up your website traffic. Right. right. It's like if it's a if it's yeah. one article, but there's four slides. Yeah, they get one yeah, hit, but like 17 page yeah. views somehow. If, if 100 people watch it, it's it's 400 page views that you go and tell your sponsors about. <laughs> Well, um, so, so nothing Corey Davis, well, there's really nothing well, Corey Davis can do. You know, I've had this conversation a lot on my podcast, and I think that, like, Corey Davis is, is a very average receiver. Like, that's just what he is. And I think that the fans who, who believe that they're not, that he's not, are, like, trying to convince themselves and are too caught up in this MJ Rob we trust aura. Like, you know, I, I, th- I think I saw a Twitter argument, not really an argument, but a discussion where someone's like, well, Corey Davis is good. He's just not top five pick good. And someone was like, but isn't that a problem? And it's like, yeah, that, like that's the problem. It's they drafted him too highly. And look, maybe it's a product of misuse. Maybe it's operator error. But like, I don't know. I mean, they clearly don't love him enough to give him the amount of volume that A.J. Brown saw last year, for example. Are, are you calling J-Rob a fraud? No, I, I, I am like one of the biggest John Robinson supporters <laughs> because you look around the league and you see these general managers, and, you know, armchair quarterback, if you want to call it that, but like these people don't know what they're doing. Like they have a fundamental misunderstanding of how the NFL draft works and yet they still have jobs like whoever is in charge of the Detroit Lions i mean <laughs> yeah right i don't i don't know like what he knows about the owner and how he's like blackmailing them yeah but, he's got he's got nude photos of uh, yeah. mrs ford that's, that's <laughs> oh, <without> no <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> um luke do do you think is would you say Corey davis and i don't want to like this isn't a knock at Corey davis uh, it's okay. I do that all the time. <laughs> Would you say that's J. Rob's worst pick? Like no, worst, Kevin Dodd's worst, worst pick. Kevin Dodd. That was a bad I, one. And you know what, Luke? And I say this all the time on the on the podcast. I always forget about Kevin Dodd because he's absolutely crushing into my two thousand Madden two thousand seventeen franchise. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, people want to knock Kevin Dodd for not doing well, but on my Madden franchise, yeah. like J. Rob is responsible for that pick too. So. Yeah. I can't knock <laughs> J-Rob completely for Kevin Dodd, but. I, I don't know. I mean, there's, it's really complex, honestly, this Corey Davis stuff. It's like, one question is, why take a receiver top five if all you're going to do is run the ball? But then it's like, well, maybe all they do is run the ball because Corey Davis turned out to not be that good. And, I, you know, I honestly don't know which side is right. I just know this. He's been disappointing, and it's going to take something pretty miraculous for them to re-sign him and look that's not to say he didn't have value right we always talk about how he he run blocks and he you know he's a he's a very selfless guy look Corey Davis is a nice guy I'm not knocking him at all he's always been very friendly to me but look the reality is the numbers aren't there the production's not there uh he has dropped a lot of easy passes he doesn't make contested catches that's just the facts that's just what that you know the eye in the sky don't lie if you want to be one of those kind of people but you know that that's what that's what's up do you think mm. do you think like the like our like our expectation for him is too high because 
he he was a fifth pick like do well, you think it's do you think it's it's fair because like I, I to me personally if he turns out to be a solid number two receiver I think it it's completely fine like I think it's justified well, but so, so I mean you know I, the question are the expectations too high because he was top five pick he's never been a thousand yard receiver so like it'd be one thing if if he had you know if you know 60 catches for 1100 yards and we're just like well he's not Michael Thomas or he's not DeAndre Hopkins but that's not what's happening what's happening is we're saying yeah he's not these guys that are sort of good above average middle of the road type of guys like he's he's not even really gotten to that territory yeah he does lie kind of in the middle of the pack in the in the wide receiver group in the NFL um let's talk about the guys that are throwing the football and the Titans have a have a still a bit of an open gap I would say one you at backup quarterback yes um they're obviously waiting for maybe a camp cut to bring in a veteran who are some names? I know it's this is a tough question. Who are some mm-hmm. names or ideas that you think would fit well into the Titans offense? Um, if he gets, I mean, I liked Brian Hoyer when I watched him in training camp with the Patriots last year. He shocked me. You know, Brady would come off and he would go on and get a much stronger arm than I imagined he would before seeing him. But I think he's pretty tied to the Patriots, even though he's not really making any money. Um, so I, I don't know if the situation is there. Uh, you know, I, I don't really know who the free agents are. I'm just kind of throwing out names, Chase Daniel, Tyrod Taylor. You know, they need a guy like that, I think, because, mm-hmm. look, I know they like Logan Woodside, and they keep talking about how much he's improved, and I guess we'll find out, you know, as much as we can about that in, in late July and early August when we get to watch training camp. But from what I saw from Logan Woodside last year, I mean – he, he's not got a very – he doesn't have a very strong arm. He's small. And I don't know that – I mean, you guys watched him in the preseason. I don't know that he's a guy that – I mean, obviously not every backup quarterback is going to win comeback player of the year like Tannehill did last year. But you need a guy somewhere between that and like Blaine Gabbert, Matt Castle territory. And I'm not sure that Logan Woodside is that. Is, and, is, and then the, the wild card is Cole McDonald, too, because you really don't know what you're yeah. going to get out of him. Yeah. Cole McDonald is is either going to be incredibly awesome or incredibly awful. And they're, like, not, nowhere in yeah. between. He's going to be one or the other. That's yeah. the seventh rounder for you, though, right? That's the flyer That's you take true. in the seventh uh, round. Will Lomas, who's one of the, our co-hosts on our No Nonsense podcast, he, he, he keeps comparing Cole McDonald to – like his ceiling, like if, if he if he succeeds, he's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I think that in terms of playing style, and I think yeah. it makes a lot of sense, this sort of grip it and rip it. Sometimes it's going to look really good. Sometimes it's going to look totally awful. Um, yeah. And you know what? If you have Ryan Fitzpatrick as your backup quarterback, it's hard to do a lot better than that. And you know what they say? They say Hawaii is the Harvard of the Pacific Ocean. So, you know, there's that, <laughs> there's that connection as well. Yeah, and, and you know, the thing about Cole McDonald that was interesting to find out, I interviewed his uh, college quarterback coach, uh, Craig Stutzman, who's now with Washington State, but was in Hawaii wait, wait, with Cole McDonald. Sorry. College quarterback coach Craig Stutzman? That's a Stutzman. Stutzman. That's a, that's a mouthful. Sorry, go yeah. on. Um, and, and when we were talking, he brought up the fact that, like, uh, Coach Stutzman is friends with Matt LaFleur, so they've talked before, and so – 
maybe there's something there, but Marcus Mariota was a big, uh, played a big role in, in Hawaii's program and, and like came in during the off season and sat down and he and Cole McDonald watched tape of Marcus in the Titans offense and talked about, you know, what they were seeing and what they were looking at. And so, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, cause I think that's probably reaching, but like, Cole McDonald is a step ahead because he knows the Titans offense because I doubt he knows very much at all based on you know, those film <laughs> sessions. But I think he does have a step ahead in that Washington's off or excuse me, Hawaii state, Hawaii's offense asked him to uh, do a lot of mental things at the line of scrimmage. It was kind of all on him. I, I asked Stutzman that I said, was this one of those systems where the quarterback actually gets to make decisions or we all, standing on the sidelines screaming and holding bizarre signs with weird pictures of cartoons. And he was like, no, everything was on the quarterback. And he was having to read defenses and decipher things. And we'd send him to the line of scrimmage with three calls, and he'd have to look at the defense and figure out which one was the best. And so if anything gives Cole McDonald an advantage, I think that's it. But you got to get past the windup. That's pretty bad looking. Well, I think the the big basis is what year of Marcus Mariota's film were they watching? If it was 2019, <laughs> we're screwed. If it was like 2018, even 2017, like I'd say that, you know, we're in good hands with Cole McDonald. Well, 2017, let's see, 2017 was... That was the playoff year, right? That was a playoff year, but that was the year that he would just throw uh, what our friend Rick Merritt on Twitter would call the death picks. <laughs> he would just throw yeah, ducks up in like double coverage, and you'd be like, "What? What did you see?" I remember but one time a lot, he, of, a lot, of, a lot of come from behind wins in 2017, though. Mm-hmm. I remember one time he threw a no look pass right to Tremaine Johnson of the Jets <laughs> that he housed for a touchdown. I asked him in the press conference after the game. I said, "Marcus, what did you see on that play?" He was like, "I shouldn't have thrown that one." I yeah, like, I didn't see anything. Really? I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I saw this. I was looking at the stands. I was. Yeah. I wasn't even looking at the receiver. <laughs> Luke. Bill Barnwell of, I believe he's still at ESPN. He may, I don't know where he, I think he's ringer or something. Bill Barnwell put out an article where he said the Titans had the 25th best off season, which is not great of all teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The Titans haven't won a division since 08. Have yeah. they done enough this season, this off season? I know they still have a little bit of money left. Have they done enough to win the, to put themselves in a position to win this division? Wait, did, did real quick before you answer that, Luke, did Bill Barnwell see, uh, uh, Rabel's war room like is <laughs> how are you going to say they had the 25th worst offseason then you with, know when with, with what was going on in his basement with Carter Vrabel wearing Mike's yeah, Pro Bowl yeah he's got a big buck hunter was. arcade game down there yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's an interesting question uh, I, th- I thought they nailed the draft I think they found in the draft a good balance of you know, plan for this year and plan for the future. Uh, and I asked John Robinson about that before the draft, this concept of, you know, striking that balance. And he basically said, you know, you got to build for the future and best player available and all that. But at the same time, we've got hopefully 20 games to play this season too. And so I think in the draft, they really nailed it. The problem they ran into with free agency was they didn't really have any funds. Um, so, you know, they kind of had to settle, if you will, for Dennis Kelly. I'm sure they would have rather had Conklin, but the money just wasn't there. Vic Beasley is not you know, anything to necessarily write home about. I mean, he's athletic and was good you know, four years ago, but who knows what you're getting out of him. And then, you know, there's the clowny business, whatever's going to happen with that. So 
in terms of like ranking, I mean, I haven't thought enough about the off seasons that the other teams in the NFL have had. So I certainly think the Titans have done enough to maybe move the needle. I don't know that it's going to move a ton in terms of on paper, but I will say I think they've done the best they could have with the resources they had. And that's even with, say Clowney, say Clowney does not end up in Nashville. Who whoa, are? Whoa, easy. Dude. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Easy. But I'm I'm be, I'm trying to be a realist here. If he does not end up in Nashville, I, no, you're trying to be a pessimist, is what. You're no, you know to be. I want Clowney as much as as much as you. But Realist, look, if, yeah. if he doesn't come, if if he does not come to the Titans, who are some other options for for a D D edge or a D end spot? I mean, if you're looking at other options, it's going to be guys that are in there: Kamale Correa, Derek Roberson, DeAndre Walker. I mean, those are the other options I think at this point. But Kevin like Dodd, Everson Dodd. Griffin as well. There's still a few free agents yeah, out there. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like, I, I kind of think it's – I don't want to say clowny or bust because I don't think they you know, bust if they don't get clowny. But in terms of, you know, getting someone from the from outside the organization to play edge pass rusher, I think it's clowny or no one because mm-hmm. they are very stacked in terms of the depth of that group, not necessarily in terms of, like, the talent level, but they just have so many guys. I mean, you obviously have – Harold Landry is your um, de facto top guy. Um, sort of by default, but I mean, he, it is what it is. And then you have Kamale Correa, like I mentioned, Derek Roberson, DeAndre Walker, you traded for Reggie Gilbert last year. And I still think I'm missing someone. Um, but so like, I don't know, like, I honestly think if they don't get clowny, they're just going to roll with the guys they have and see what happens. Okay. Luke, on, on Sundays, are you watching the game from the press box? Or are you down on the field or wh- where are you at? Usually. Press box. Press box. What um uh well all right, well I was gonna ask you if you're down on the field, <laughs> where 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 do you think is the best vantage point if you're field level like where oh, to watch the game from? Um the best well the best vantage point in the stadium I really do think is the press box. the Ni- Nissan oh, Stadium bra- brag about it. Well, I'm <laughs> Nissan Stadium has one of the like best uh press box views in the NFL. Like if you look at like the Colts press box. I mean, I have vision problems, and I don't think I'd be able to watch, see the game from up there. <laughs> but like in terms, yeah, of you, well, you, you got Bill, Belichick uh, using the binoculars during the yeah. combine there every year. I do, I do keep uh, I binoc- I used them more before I had eye surgery, but I keep binoculars in my backpack that I take with me to games. So, so uh, it really is like it is like going to a play or going to the theater. Sometimes it is like that. <laughs> I, in terms of the best vantage point, like for fans, I would say probably the club section um, because I have sat just about everywhere in that stadium. And the the problem with sitting in the lower like that, if you want to party and cheer, like that's where you want to be, obviously. But if if you just want like the best view of the game, I think the red seats are probably the best part because you're close enough to probably still hear you know the pads hitting and all of that but you're not so far where they look like ants and you're not so close where you know a run play happens you're like that sucked and then they're like gain of 20 and you're like oh maybe that didn't suck I I sat I got a chance to sit in the red seats one time in the you know 20 plus years that the Titans have been around and uh it was a game against let's see who was it uh was against the Buffalo Bills in the wild card round of the playoffs in early 2000. 
wonder uh, what game that was there was uh yeah it was no joke it, like it was like my dad's company seats only time we ever sat in it and it was the one of the greatest sporting events i've ever been to in my life i will say that is the thing about the red seats is you either have to like have company seats or like sell your soul for <laughs> yeah them. right right yeah that's why we're always empty yeah. you know people people are like you know why are the red seats always empty but the blue ones aren't it's like because they charge you know a thousand dollars or you know i don't know how much they charge but it's a lot yeah no it's I, yeah it's yeah a thousand bucks would be a steal if you could get them for that much luke before we get you out of here because we know you got to go and uh do your own podcast i want to know about the kicker position they the titans signed mccann as an undrafted free agent out of missouri where where our own austin huff is a big fan not and not to brag they well, still, I, i'm a, I'm a graduate have, Okay, well, okay, our own Austin Huff. Didn't this dude stink at Missouri? I get whoa, whoa, easy. Whoa, hey. packing the punches, Luke Worsham. Um, didn't he have? But he had like sixty. He, he didn't stink. He did conversion rate. He didn't stink. He just went. He had his peaks and valleys. Is what, <laughs> what I like to say. He he had moments where like he was unmissable, and then he had moments where. You know, against Ole Miss last year, uh, homecoming, he he missed like three extra points, and mm-hmm. it was like that's not something a kicker should do. So, so basically, what you're saying is the Titans have Cairo Santos version uh, 2.0. Oh, uh, I hope well, not. no, no, no. What I'm saying is he but, won't but, be the worst but, Missouri grad to ever play for the Titans, considering uh, Blaine Gabbert was once a Titan. DGB, DGB is ten times better than Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert <laughs> so, remains at the bottom of the yeah. totem pole. I've got I've got a couple of comments on this discussion. Um, first on the kicker stuff. Look, the Titans' fa- Mike Vrabel's favorite phrase, I think, is uh, very confident. Like he says that about you know you could say, you know, <laughs> is the is the coronavirus vaccine going to come tomorrow? Very confident. Very, very confident. confident. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, we keep hearing we keep hearing very confident in this Greg Joseph cat who someone tweeted at me a couple weeks ago after I said the Titans needed to tend toward overcorrection on the kicker thing after just how bad it was last year. And they said, uh, 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 they said, well, uh, Sam, or Greg Joseph came through every time he was called on last year. Yeah. All zero field goals he kicked during the regular season. He really came through for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, look, Greg, jo- Greg Joseph may be fine. I really don't know, but if I were the Titans, I would have gone and gotten a free agent because, I mean, they did this last year. They're like, well, we want a, someone to compete. And then you go get the dude from Samford who's, like, really a punter and can't hit from more than 30 yards. And you call that your compete. I can't even remember. Barnard. Austin Barnard was his name. It was the his first thing. name. Yeah. The, yeah. Thank you. Um, the, uh, the other thing about uh, um, Santos is he's the only Titans player I can remember, at least that I worked around, that I was bigger than. Uh, I am 5'8", 160, and Cairo Santos is also 5'8", 160. Oh, man. And did, you ever, did you ever go up to him and just, like, give him one of those, like, those, like make, him, you know, make him try and flinch, you know? just. <laughs> I think the longest conversation I've ever had with any Titan, he's, like, top five. When he got there, we, we talked for, like, 20 minutes one day about kicking. I didn't even have my tape recorder on. We were just talking about like kicking in the NFL and the psychology of it all. And it, it was a really interesting discussion. He's a nice guy. Uh, but the other thing I want to say is you brought up Blaine Gabbert. And I always love to tell people this. I tell my friends this all the time. The only time in my life I've ever been like legitimately scared on the sideline of a Titans practice were the times that 
Blaine Gabbert was in at quarterback and they snapped the ball and I could tell that his primary read was heading in my direction because not only does that dude throw harder than anybody I have ever seen in my life. I mean, and I've watched Aaron Rodgers, I've watched Mahomes, like this dude, it's unbelievable, but you also never know where it's going to go. (laughs) And I mean, I was watching this guy like throw four yard stick routes and it like bouncing off of people because he would throw it so hard. Yeah, I watched. I watched him for three years in college, and it was uh, I couldn't stand it. It, I don't know why. What the hype was around him? Who had the stronger arm, Gabbert or Mettenberger? Um, (laughs) definitely, definitely Blaine Gabbert. You know, I actually I I didn't get to watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you notice that? Like, he didn't even hesitate. He was like, (laughs) "Yeah, Zach Mettenberger." I didn't even know. Like. Would you even consider that an arm? <laughs> well, so I was hoping to get to watch Zach Mettenberger because one of my favorite, like, factoids about my life is I got to cover an AAF game last February. Oh, wow. Because I went Express. to uh, – I was promised a one-on-one interview with Zach Mettenberger, and I got it, and it was it was fun, and he was nice. Um, but he didn't play. Christian Hackenberg played, and that dude is really, really bad. Oh, he stinks. Um, but I was hoping to get to watch Zach Mettenberg in that game. How can you say another quarterback stinks when you're comparing him to Zach Mettenberger? Hackenberg is the Kmart version of Zach Oh, Mettenberger. get out of here, dude. I would, I would honestly I – would, I would have rather the Titans had Hackenberger in, in, uh, or Hackenberg. Hackenberger. In, uh, <laughs> just, yeah, just a combination of the two. Um, Luke, before we let you go, um, can I ask you this? Uh, yeah. What's the latest on Clowny Watch? Oh man, um, you know, I uh, I got a call from John Robinson yesterday, and you know what he said? He said, "Logic says that this guy is not going to sign anywhere until the month of July." I thought I thought Vrabel was going to say very confident, very yeah, you know, very confident. That's Vrabel <laughs> called me after that. You know, funny funny Vrabel thing before we, before I go. Um, when we started these Zoom press conferences with Vrabel and and Robinson, uh, on the first one, me I had a boomer moment and I like disconnected and couldn't get back into the call and so Austin Stanley was was on the call and he's like well, just text me your questions and when they call on you I'll I'll read your questions so I texted my questions and and they called on me and um, Austin was like Luke disconnected so I'm going to read his questions and Mike said it's okay Austin I thought you two were the same person for the first three months I was here <laughs> <laughs> oh man which, Good stuff. Uh, which is which is like you guys don't look that much alike so like the fact that it's like it's not like a well you know like of the a to z people i probably look the most like him that that actually probably is pretty and and buck looks a little bit like zach i would say you and you and jack kind of look alike now that i think about it yeah i was thinking me and austin kind of it's like the clark kent uh you're like the clark kent of jack I I can grow facial hair better than Austin can. You can't see it because I just shaved, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we'll take your word for it. Hey, man, really appreciate you coming on. This was a lot of fun. This was fun, dude. We got to get you back on. Uh, Anytime. We'll, we'll, um, as soon as, uh, as soon as something happens with Clowny Watch, we'll get you back on. So it'll probably be, so keep your September open if that's cool. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, with the coronavirus, I hope we have training camp because I want to, I hope they do joint practices with the Buccaneers. That, that that was what Ooh. I was going to ask you. Do we have, do we, what happens first? Clowny signs or we get a coronavirus vaccine? 
uh hopefully the coronavirus vaccine um <laughs> that nice that, probably yeah yeah which percent. which do we want more i guess i know that's what i was wondering i was like oh, put that like a poll on twitter yeah which do we want more oh guys he is uh luke worsham hit him up on twitter seriously give him a follow all your titans like wants and needs he's part of the a to z family so you know he's good he's good people but he's he's, he's also good at what he does at Luke underscore Worsham, that's W-O-R-S-H-A-M for you Titans Facebook commenters who don't know how to spell. Um, he, uh, he covers the Titans for A to Z Sports. Dude, Luke, man, this was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for doing it. Thank you. And to those Titans Facebook people, it helps to type with your hands and not your face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zinger on the way out. Thank you, Luke. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Got to do it. That was Luke Worsham. Thanks to him for joining us. That was a lot of fun. He's he's awesome. Check out his podcast. Check him out on Twitter um, at eight or I mean at Luke underscore Worsham. Uh, just a good dude. Good kid, man. He and when I say kid, I I mean that literally. He is a he is a he is a child, but he is very good at what he does. Um, so that's awesome to see. And it was I had a lot of fun with him. He he was really cool, Jack. I, I'm glad yeah. he, he uh, joined us. Yeah, I, I really wish he would have given us his least favorite media member to have a beer with. I really wanted it because that's uh, just because you wanted to narc him. You wanted to you no. wanted to be like you're like you're. I feel like you're wearing a wire right now, and you're like, uh, yeah, hey, why don't you tell us who you'd want to have a beer with, you twenty year old? No, I don't switch up. I'm not Takashi six nine. I, I would never do that for Luke Wilson. <laughs> no, but that oh, was a man. lot of fun, and he was really informative. The Corey Davis stuff was great. Yeah. Um, the backup quarterback stuff was really good as well. The, the, I, I really he, thought he, kept, he brought it he, big time. He, he kept trying to, um, he kept trying to, to, you know, undersell Derrick Henry and John Robinson. And you know what? I, I was going to put all his feet to the fire on that. You know, I said, you know, yeah. look, listen, Luke, listen, are you, are you trying to say that Derrick Henry is a fraud? Are you trying to say John Robinson's a fraud? No, he, he, can't, he yeah, wasn't. He's he's a wasn't. he was. He's, 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 he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a he's really good at what he does. And honestly, you should check mm-hmm. out check out his work at a to z sports nashville.com. Um I feel like we should like play like a like a ching uh money sound like every time we we plug, <laughs> we plug literally it, yeah. the, own, the own website that that runs our podcast. Um speaking of a to z sports nashville.com, we have a new email address. Tighten up pod at a to z sports nashville.com. It used to be a to, it used to be tighten up pod at gmail.com. It's now a to z sports nashville.com. If you ever want to interact with the show in any way, send us your dumpster dive, send us some good suggestions for remember the Titans. If you haven't seen any of our videos on social media, then maybe if you still want to guess like what you think we look like, like based off of our voices, what we Based off of what we sound like, what you think we look like, email it all to us at uh, tightenuppod at a to z sports nashville.com. And we have an email this week that we definitely want to get to. Jack, uh, you've got that for us. What's this week's email? Yeah, so it comes from Trent, who we gave a shout out to, apparently. I don't know if he was part of the Titan Facebook crew or not. But <laughs> What's up, Trent? <laughs> Trent's back. Yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you mean you mean Trent? Trent, not <laughs> yeah, not Rick. Yeah. 
not Rick, but not sure. Rick. we're still not looking Rick. for Rick from Facebook. I we are looking right. for Rick. If anyone knows the whereabouts of Rick, who who basically hit us with the take of all takes <laughs> that 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 the the first eight games of the Titans schedule has five home games and three away, and the last eight games have three home games and five away. That's gosh, I, I bet that's the FBI's still, got him by now. Dude, I'll be honest. I didn't sleep much this past week just <laughs> thinking about that take. Just like blowing my mind. But anyway, what what what's our guy Trent got to say? So Trent said, appreciate the shout out, guys. This show has definitely become my favorite Titans pod. Aw. Oh, my dumpster wow. dive. <laughs> my dumpster Wait, hang dive. on, hang on, hang on. Let's, 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 not, let's not bury the lead here. Okay, okay. Trent, love you, dude. Thanks so much, man. You're 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 our favorite Titans podcast listener. Tighten up Trent. You've earned a nickname. Tighten up Trent. <laughs> Tighten up, Trent. Okay, so he continues. He says, my dumpster dive is twofold. I've been a fan since the Tennessee Oilers days, so I have an old one and a new one. My okay. old one is Rocky Kalmus. If you, if you remember, Rocky Kalmus. Not to be mistaken with Rocky Boyman. Not there were, be- yeah, multiple, exactly. like, inside linebackers named Rocky, which is not a common occurrence, but the Titans had two of them. One one had red hair. That's how you could tell them apart. Well, Rocky, that and their last name. Rocky Kalmus was a third-round pick in 2002. He's actually played a really big part on that Oklahoma team yeah. that won the national championship um, in, in college. He continues, he says, I have this thing where players I hate in college, as soon as they get drafted by the Titans, I defend them to the death, a la Samari Roll and Derrick Henry. I think all Titans fans are that way, personally. Yeah, right. Even if, even if our team went up against them in, in college and didn't have success, I think once they put on that Titans jersey, it's a wash. You're forgiven yeah. for your past. He says, See, my- that's the nice thing. That's the nice thing about being a Mizzou fan is like your biggest rival is Kansas and Kansas doesn't send many other than a keep to lead. They don't send many guys to the league. So you don't have to worry about it. It's nice. So more people should be Mizzou fans is what I'm getting at. Anyway, go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he, he says my newer one is Kalfani Muhammad. Now uh, this is a very obscure. That obscure is very obscure. obscure. I don't even know if I remember Kalfani, Kalfani Muhammad. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. So he was this tiny running back that the Titans drafted. I forget out of where. Uh, he, he was, he's fi- okay. He was out of California, five seven, one seventy four. Only lasted a year in the league. Never really panned out. But he says that I had Darrington Evans hopes. Darrington Evans hopes for him. Keep up the good work, Trent, the show me Titans fan. I like, I like how Trent says I had Darrington Evans hopes for him, as if like Darrington Evans we, is a huge success already. I know. I we don't even know if Darrington Evans is going to be good, but he, you know, that's that's the kind of standard he had for uh, what is it, Khalifa Muhammad, Kalfani Muhammad, and DJ guys, Khalid Muhammad. That is how you do a dumpster dive. Well done, Titan. That, that Titan up, Trent, dude. Great email. Literally, those were two. Those, I, and I love that he gave two different um, dumpster dives for like the different eras. Yeah, you know? that's perfect. Like for. You know, like he gave the the Rocky Kalmus for like the Titans fans that are kind of like I guess more my age, and the uh, Khalifa Kalfani Muhammad, Kalfani Muhammad, Wiz Khalifa, Wiz Khalifa Muhammad for um for for Titans fans that are Luke Worsham's age. Yes, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Um, that was really good stuff though, and. Those were pretty good. I mean, I even I remember. I'm younger than you, but I remember Rocky Kalmus. 
Yeah. Uh, just because of, you know, the name he carried in college. I think he was an All-American a couple times and was was the centerpiece in that Bob Stoops defense. And that's the – see, me personally, when the Titans draft, I want big names out of college more so than I do the guys that have the potential like Darrington Evans. So right. a Rocky Kalmus pick would have gotten me very excited. Yeah. No, yeah, and you're right. And it's – and it does. Like you it, – it's funny. If you watch the NFL draft, if you – you know how like they always do the cutaways to the fans and that, well, obviously they didn't this year, but um, just just because all we had were those fans on the video screen behind Roger Goodell, Mm -hmm. but like any normal NFL draft, they'll cut to the fans, like as they're announcing the pick or right after they announce the pick. And it's always so funny to see the people's reactions because they'll first listen for the name. If it's a name they recognize from like watching college football, they get excited. If it's not a name, there's like a pause and then they wait to hear what the school is. And if it's a school with like a, you know, historically great program, then they get excited. And if it's not, yeah. So if it's like, if it's like Bubba Jackson, you're like, who's Bubba Jackson? Then they're like Alabama. You're like, oh yeah. Yeah, (laughs) But then if it's like, if it's like, you know, you know, Bubba Jackson out of Toledo, they're like, oh, what is this? And they do the surrender like, cobra. Yeah, you yes. Know, where they're like, what, their hands over their heads. What is my GM thinking? <laughs> <laughs> they hate I the love pick, even though they have no right. idea who the guy is. Or, yeah, that, right. That's great. That's the great part about the draft too. Man, I missed the live draft. I know, right? <laughs> that would have. Oh, anyways, I just missed everything. <laughs> Can yeah. I say that? Yeah. I just missed that's, literally. I miss you, Jack. I you and I have never man. done this podcast in person obviously because we live in different cities but like i feel like we don't even have that option now no it's it's just <laughs> having the option that's so alluring Anyways, all right let's, let's uh let's get to uh, remember the titan um this is our way of literally it's you know everyone's favorite bar bar game of just remember that guy this is our way to do it with just strictly titans and um I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and start with uh, Remember the Titan. My Remember the Titan this week, probably one of the greatest names to ever play for the Tennessee Titans. And that is none other than Mr. Tank Williams. First ballot all-name Hall of Famer. Like, Tank. if I have a, like a safety or a strong safety, I want his name to be Tank. <laughs> like if if I, if his name isn't bulldozer i want it to be tank like that's that's just really what it is but i will say this though and this may come as a shock tank williams first name isn't actually tank what it's it's cleavon cleavon oh, williams lie tank williams out of stanford his actual name is cleavon williams i'll say this tank williams sounds like a badass nfl safety Cleavon Williams sounds like a Stanford grad. <laughs> it's like that eight mile verse where Eminem's, you know, rap battling that one guy. He says, your real name's Clarence. That's how, yeah, that's how right. I know. Your real name's Cleavon? What? Right. Like if I, if I was a, if I was an offensive lineman or, or someone going up against Tank Williams on the football field, I would only refer to him as Cleavon yeah. every single time. Like I, I'd have to go up against him, but 2002, 2005, he was a Tennessee Titan. He started every game as a rookie, 2002, started every game in 2003 and started every game in 2005. Um, just had a knee injury in 2004, but he was a, I don't want people to forget how good of an asset he was for the Titans 
team and how good of a draft pick he was. He was part of that 2002 team that almost went to the Super Bowl, just fell fell short in the AFC Championship game. That's the Drew Bennett drop game, if I'm not mistaken. That's look, all right. Look, do we need to? Did we need to? Sorry, go I'm that sorry. Much no, I was just I was making sure I had the right game. Okay, look. That was a total Cleavon move of you. That was Cleavon move of me. Okay, <laughs> well, mine. I also go D line. I, I go Tony Brown. Tony Brown spent 2000 most of 2006 through 2010 with the Titans. He was part of that elite defensive line that made the cover of Sports Illustrated in 2008 when the Titans <laughs> he, were 13 and three. He was the fourth guy on that on yeah. that uh, on that cover. He's the guy. It's like, oh, I, I recognize guy. all of those guys except. Wait, who is that? <laughs> but Tony Brown was was great for an he was great lineman, and yes. he's part of the chain gang. You remember the chain gang? They'd all sit together, and 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 they they were the most intimidating defensive line in the NFL at the time. It was Javon Curse on on the back end of his career. You had Kyle Vandenbosch, Albert Hainsworth, and of course Tony Brown. Um. Tony Brown started every game he played in for four seasons with the Titans. Uh, he, he missed, he did miss some here and there, but uh, oh, all in all, very good career for for what he was asked to do. Um, just yeah. being a part of of a great defensive line, and he, you're right, he is the forgotten member of the chain gang. But yeah, he, he yeah, I'm he's not like, that he, right now. He's not like. He's not even the Ringo star of those Beatles. Like he's the Pete best of those Beatles. Like that's how often he gets forgotten of, but he was so good. And he, you're right. Like he, he almost like a, um, almost, it was almost like, like Tony Brown walked. So Jarrell Casey could run, you know, I like that. No, I do like that though. That's, that's <laughs> Only really he showed a lot less butt crack, a lot less and butt like, crack. Otherwise, Tony, if he wasn't a part of this particular defensive line where you have KVB and the red contacts and then right. old Javon Curse, then yeah, yeah, Javon Javon Curse like version two point like the Tony the Brown's an, an the intimidating. He's a, he's a, he's a intimidating looking man, you know. Right. But but when you're now, when you have Kevin Vandenbosch on this side, you're next to Albert Hainsworth, and then the freak right next to you. Right. Then maybe maybe that's why you're a little forgotten. But yeah, we and about you, Tony Brown. We won't forget about you. And let's be honest, like of that group, he also kind of has the lamest name. Tony. You know, yeah. you had Kyle Vandenbosch, Javon Curse, Albert Hainsworth, and then just Tony Brown. <laughs> yeah, Tank Brown would have been a lot cooler. Tank Brown would Cleavon have been good. Brown would have not. Cleavon, been Cleavon no. Brown plays for Vanderbilt basketball and is a sinner. So that I, I think, yeah, good. Cleavon Brown did my taxes last year. I'm pretty sure. Uh, H&R <laughs> Block. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that does it for this week's uh, Tighten Up Podcast. This was a lot of fun. Our thanks again to Luke Worsham for joining us. Um, hit up A to Z Sports for all things Titans, all things any Tennessee pro or college team a to z sports nashville.com um and uh follow them a to z sports on twitter on instagram follow us guys hey follow us we don't have a huge following right now but you can get on the ground floor of this podcast um at a to z i mean at sorry at tighten up pod on twitter and we're at tighten up podcast on instagram Jack is Jack A. Gentry on Twitter. I am Austin Huff on Twitter. Give us follows. Interact with us. I we had a we had some people tweeting us last week. I love chatting with you guys. So hit us up. Let us know your thoughts on on the the podcast. Uh, any any uh, dumpster dives? Remember the Titans. Anything you got? Let us know. And uh, yeah, Jack. Hey, anything you got for the road? 
no, obviously rate us and, and review us. Um, yeah, only, yeah, yeah, only if you like it, only if it's a good rate or yeah. If you, if you hate this podcast, leave your, keep your rating to yourself, leave your review, but yes, Just, everything you said, interact with us. We love, we love t- going back and forth with you guys. Email us like tighten up Trent. You're going to go to tighten up pod at a to Z sports, Nashville.com. Yeah. And we will, we will interact with you during the podcast that way. So you're like, you're like, what's the incentive to email these guys? Like, why would I take time out of my day to email these guys? Uh, I don't know, because maybe we'll give you cool nicknames by just adding Titan up in front of your first name. That's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> Besides, hey, this email, Rick. Besides this Titan, email code? Rick. Right, except for, yeah, Rick. Well, Rick is just a one man. He's like Bono of Titans fans. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, 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 uh, this email comes from Tighten Up Greg this week. Oh, and this one's from Tighten Up Ronnie. It sounds anyway. <laughs> this one comes from Tighten Up Zach Menberger. <laughs> um, all right, that that does it. Uh, yeah, I guess you know what. Until next week, Tighten Up. They're the Tennessee Titans. They're the Tennessee Titans. They'll.